enough to have one of the most unique experimental projects in the triangle perform at Double Barrel Benefit. The Carborough Durham-based duo, known as Earthly, will be taking the stage at Cat's Cradle on Saturday, February 20th. Earthly's latest album, Days, out on Nominal Loom, received a 7.8 rating on Pitchfork, and the two joined the lineup for Moogfest 2016. I had a chance to catch up with Eden and Brent of Earthly over coffee, and we talked about cartoons, influences, and what their music means to them. New, 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 How is the project Earthly formed? Um, well, we met in college in Chicago, and I had a little setup, and Edan had like a MIDI keyboard. Yeah, and we were both going to school for music-related stuff, and I think it started with just like listening to music together and appreciating music, and then it kind of I don't know I would I would mess around on my stuff, and I think from what I remember, Edan would kind of mess around on his computer and like yeah. recording more piano stuff yeah like i had just like i i had used garage band when i was like 11 mm-hmm. to like 13 probably and then i just r- had written stuff on the piano before yeah. i remember when we uh we were just randomly roommates and uh brent had a sampler and would like sample uh you know stuff off youtube or like him playing synthesizer and we just kind of started like recording stuff. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by that and hadn't really like considered that as like a way to make music. So we kind of started like playing together and sampling stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we probably finished like one song when we were at school and it got yeah. like deleted. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of just like pretty much messing around and a lot of the time it was kind of like funny we were making I think kind of funny songs and then um and then I guess we we left school um and then Edan was making music on the computer and I think I just like jumped in on one track and like cut stuff up or whatever and uh that was sort of the the birth of us like actually finishing things was like yeah when when we started 
like using SoundCloud, like SoundCloud is like the reason why I think we were finishing songs. Yeah. So we were able to just like immediately put them up when they were done and yeah. we could send them, send them to people, send links. Did you guys feel like serious about your music then at all? Or was it certainly just like this is a little bit of both like mm -hmm. I mean we definitely like felt really good even when we made funny songs yeah I mean the, like, we started the Bongo Star Galactabong SoundCloud <laughs> and that was really what like so I mean even the name took the edge off things I think yeah. we could just like record a lots of different types of stuff and then put it up and it was like all under this umbrella of like this kind of silly name mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think it I think it just was like inspiring to not really have a whole lot of expectations of like what was our sound or what was what was this what was the what did we represent for real you know yeah. with with we didn't have like a grand concept I think that opened things up and allowed us to like experiment in different types of uh, production styles and stuff you know think any of those ideas changed after you changed your name to earthly well i don't I, I don't know because we actually changed our name to earthly like after the, the album was done uh -huh. so we were debating whether to go as like have a record as bongle star or change it up yeah um, and yeah i don't think like because our name is earthly now all of that like those ideas that we had as bongle star galactabong are where they they haven't really changed or like the way that we approach making music hasn't changed but just like the maybe maybe it's maybe we we have more of a concept of like discography or like how we want our our like records to like i don't know i guess i feel like now that under earthly i feel like we can release records and they feel like like there's a story being told with like where like I guess like it's like a diary or something like you yeah. know how how our sound is it would always be like a joke if it was always yeah. Bongo Star but yeah. Bongo Star is not dead yeah. like so just yeah. I'll leave it at that you know yeah. I remember um, Finn would always tell me about his brother's band and that I know it's called Bongo Star Galactic Bong but they're really really good and I like never believed it <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah well see that might see, be that's yeah. like the reason why we <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny. why did you guys go with the name Earthly is there something um, well I don't we might be different for both of us yeah I, I I thought it was kind of a cool name cause it's like you know sort of like Earth but like maybe not like Earth or like it's like 
earth is used as an adjective, so it's like describing something that's kind of like not of this world, or of, of, or of this world, yeah, like, or like whatever, but it's like describing one aspect of it, like the earthly aspect. Mm. But I don't know. <laughs> or, yeah, I guess just uh, an earthly sound, and I, I think it's also cool because we're using a lot of technology to do these things, and it's like kind of it's I guess I just like the context that we exist in the music w world and yeah. also connecting it to I guess like an earthly sound or something like that whether that's synthetic or uh, an organic sound I think it's like blurring the lines be between those things even like digital sound is you know kind of like an element or something mm -hmm. it's it's a yeah. frequency. Yeah, it's an earthly sound. It's an earthly sound, yeah. for sure. <laughs> shows where it doesn't sound like any like it's pretty much all improvised and even the elements from the song are kind of lost or we just like go to kind of go to space with it um and i guess we really want to find a balance of like the song is there and the performance aspect there's there's room for uh, changes and yeah. it can be different every time and for something to just exist as like a performance yeah. as well like so, um, yeah I think that that mixes really well with like the songs from like just like your Facebook and SoundCloud and album art it looks like visual aspects play a big deal in some of the um, in like blending it with the music that you make 
other questions like who does some of your artwork and what kind of role do you see visual aspects playing the audio that you make? We both do the artwork and Finn helped out my brother helped out with some of the the like the, the, the for the album art um, he helped out with like laying things out but we we design a lot of little characters faces and stuff yeah for days uh, it's kind of a self-portrait and I like made the little animation of my, myself, and Brent made the animation of him, himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but we, I but think it's it's. We just, I guess, we're all always making like visual art. Some, yeah. some, some. It's definitely thing. tied to yeah. I think the the sound of what we're doing too, and and just the way, just the way where I feel like when we're when we're writing songs, we're also probably. When we're not writing songs, we're probably doodling around and making little yeah. little guys to, or a little, anything, you know? Is there something behind why most of your music is like a little more upbeat, or is that just specifically days and what other music you make isn't too much? Well, um, days is definitely, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's upbeat, and I think that there's, there was like definitely a deliberate choice to use sounds that were like cartoony and exciting mm-hmm. and like would definitely kind of like immediately evoke this feeling and I guess it to me it's like sort of like a yeah just like a cartoon and I, I guess we, I listen to a lot of, I mean I love pop so it's like pop music and I like music that makes me feel really pumped up and like can like make a bad day a good day I don't know, playing on that cartoon idea. We just we love cartoons. And I think that there's like I don't know, like cartoons sometimes just watching a cartoon, even if it's kind of a dark cartoon, feels really good. So like as a process and using cartoon sounds I think you could even get across some like pretty 
intense emotions or like sad or like you know but like the sound is still kind of like like relaxing Mm -hmm. Um, do you take samples from the cartoons inspiration I think it's more of an inspiration than like a direct uh, yeah we, there's some like sounds we take cues from cartoons I think like in in like ice cream there's like the whole like frying pan to the head cartoon sound and then like we match you know match it with like the sort of Tweety Bird sort of the dizzy the dizzy sound in cartoons yeah. <laughs> yeah like I guess like taking those sorts of like like sound design cues or something or like, like Secret Squirrel is kind of visually inspired by that mm-hmm. show Secret Squirrel yeah, yeah do you have any um like weirder weird samples that you've used before uh recently we've been sampling a lot of like the ASMR YouTube videos which are like made to like kind of invoke this like tingly sensation i don't know those like it, they, they're pretty bizarre you should yeah they oh uh, yeah they and they're definitely there's a lot of really interesting sounds yeah that that kind of it's like it'll just be someone like flipping through a book or something uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. have it mic'd so you're just hearing like the pages flipping or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of new. Or like cutting something with scissors, or like, but yeah, definitely evokes a weird feeling. Yeah, and when you match it with music, it makes it really weird. Mm-hmm. You mentioned taking a lot of ideas from other musicians and artists. Do you have any people that you look to for inspiration? Uh, I guess it changes all the time. I guess recently, for me, like I really like the Neptunes production. Like, um, they had like a million hits, and I guess I, I I appreciate the sort of like. I also, I mean, not only do I appreciate the musical side of what they do and the t- like the technical aspect of how how they were making music, um, but also I guess I appreciated how strange oh, and how like. Um, Different, like what the Neptunes were doing, and how many people they were able to reach. Um, I, I guess I'm always inspired by sort of yeah, like someone coming from left field, and then people they change they change the landscape of like hip hop or something like that for a good you know five ten years. I think there's still probably people who are. I mean, including us, I guess, who are influenced by the Neptunes, or, um, yeah, I guess that, that right now. (laughs) Um, that's tough. I, I really like, uh, you know, um, Arthur Russell, uh, I like how he, like, changed it up with every, uh, I don't know, he had, like, a million different styles, and... Uh, I like that, but I like that every single song is still, like, really sweet and really, like, easy 
and like it kind of just like talks to you without you really having to think about it much and like but it's still like it really really resonate really with you for super resonant yeah it resonates but it's it's kind of, it's weird like oh, his production is so weird and like I don't know all the stuff he did with just a cello is like it sounds like like a whole world but he's just like tapping a cello mm -hmm. and like singing <laughs> Do you guys have anything that you would store for people and album releases or exciting news? We have a new thing coming yeah. out pretty soon. Yeah, I think probably, yeah. probably, <laughs> it's not that secret, I guess, but it hasn't been like, we don't have a date yet, okay. but it's yeah. gonna, it, it'll probably, it'll be like, probably middle of this year. Yeah. And there'll be stuff in yeah, between and SoundCloud before, and SoundCloud and like maybe some sweet videos dropping, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. It's up in there. Yeah. Things are in the works. Yeah. <laughs> a mix. There's a mix coming out though, yeah. for real. Oh, yeah. And a tour. Yeah. A tour? Yeah, we're a going tour. on tour. That's yeah. <laughs> so we, got, we got a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we got some stuff. Are you guys looking forward to any shows coming up in the area soon? Uh, yeah. Um, Chula's show. So I think next week. I, I don't, it doesn't have a date yet, so it's hard. To, there's no date. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to say. Uh, other shows. Hmm. Savage Weekend. Yeah. That's in like May. Mokefest. Mokefest will be chill. Hopscotch too, I guess, whenever that happens. Double Barrel Benefit. Double, Double Barrel benefit. benefit. Well, of course, right? Yeah. No, we are awesome. really psyched for that. Double Barrel Benefit's gonna be so good. Um, do you have anything else to say? I hope. Thanks. I hope that people will come say hey at the shows. Shouts out Durham. Shouts out Raleigh. Chapel Hill. Carborough. Medbin. Cafe Driad. Cafe Driad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks beautiful. It's a beautiful night. Shouts out to Very cool. KNC. Yeah, thank you. Shouts out to Kanti. <laughs> <laughs> DJ. Shouts out to DJ iCloud. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All of the music played during this interview was by Earthly and can be found at soundcloud.com slash bongostargalactabong. Their latest record days can be found at nominaloom.bandcamp.com. Be sure to check out Earthly playing at Cat's Cradle on February 20th for the second night of Double Barrel Benefit, along with Sky Blue, Professor Toon, and Janeiro Farrar. Tickets can be purchased at wknc.org slash dbb13 or at $12 at the door. Thank you.